Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. All opinions are those of the speakers. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break. It's uh, a beautiful Thursday, and we're talking to Skip Ewing today. I'd like to welcome you all to Santa Cruz podcast number 62, Santa Cruz Guitar Players podcast 62. Tad, we made 62. I don't know how we have. And um, let's welcome in Skip. Uh, greetings, sir. Greetings. Yeah, glad to be here. 62. Wow. It's a bunch of work. <laughs> a bunch of work. Yeah. COVID, COVID actually um, was very good for it because it uh, it gave us a chance to do this on on on, on Zoom mm. versus you know trying to do it other ways and it it really really blew it up and it really gave us a chance to do it. So yeah. we're live from Wyoming, and um, I want to welcome in Skip. Uh, Skip's going to talk to us a little bit about his career and how he got started and. Um, where he lives we had a little conversation before we were on we both have uh he lives in an absolutely gorgeous place and uh maya happened to pass through it several times so welcome in thanks man i appreciate it glad to be here well uh skip so we you know made a connection with you through josh at santa cruz guitar company mm -hmm. um i'd love to start there what's your connection with santa cruz and with josh and, and all those good people well, you know, it was, uh, I, I, I want to say, although I'd probably have to check the, 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 the code on the guitar, but I want to say it was the early 90s when, when I had them, I asked them if they could make an OM model for me, and, and they did like a, a really cool signature on the fretboard, and this was back, you know, this is back a while ago, and, and I loved the guitar, I loved what I was playing, I couldn't afford very many of them, you know, but I loved what I, what I was playing, and then, uh, they came out with a Tony Rice model, and I, I bought one of the first ones of, of those because I just Tony was a hero anyway, um, and and uh, I I just liked the guitar, and it, it sounded good, but uh, you know I I was really careful with it. I pulled it out some for the studio, and I had other guitars. And man, as as time went along, the wood on those guitars, and maybe some of the some of the travel, whatever happened, it, they just matured into a place where I loved it. I, I pick up that Tony Rice model, and that that I love. And once I worked with Lloyd Bags, uh, um, Lloyd has made all the electronics for all my guitars the whole my whole career. And and that once I once I integrated that that guitar with uh, you know with a, with an anthem pickup and then a voice print di um, dialed in i just i honestly it just felt the best and for me sounded the best and for the people who are listening i i would rather take you know my expensive guitar make a really good case for it and take that one because people are going to hear it how good it sounds and uh it's pretty much why would I, I don't have another guitar that in that environment sounds that good. 
Um, and I, I, I love to play it. I, and so, so I have two, I use those, those two. I, I mean, I sussed everything out. I played everything I, I, I could for how am I going to bring the best sound that I own, you know, and that's nothing against any other guitars. Cause there's a lot of great sounding guitars, but I happen to own that one. And I'm, I'm like, it's, it sounds great now. I can't replace it, you know, but anyhow, uh, but so I had, I had known Richard and Santa Cruz, you know, a long, a long while. Those are the only two Santa Cruz guitars that I, I had, I hadn't done too much with them. And, and they saw me a lot, you know, on doing the, I used it on the, on the, the television, the concert specials we shot. I used it in the studio. Um, yeah. And I, I used it for, you know, for the, the, the performance videos we did for the LR bags series and, and um, it's, it's, so they they saw it. He was just kind, and one day Santa Cruz followed me. <laughs> you know, it was like, all right, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, so I said, well, I, you guys must have seen what I was doing, you know. And and uh, and so anyway, he seemed like a really great a really great uh, guy. And then the next thing you know, I was saying, well, I've been trying to do everything I can for Santa Cruz, but heck, I don't I don't know what else I can do besides play your guitars all the time, you know. <laughs> so. Well, you get that. Yeah, those are two outstanding guitars, and especially the early '90s. Is I have one or two guitars from that time frame, and and I don't know what magic they poured into them, or maybe it's the same magic they're still pouring into them, and it's just the thirty years or so of playing that have just opened them up amazingly. But uh, that's fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah, I kind of have to vote for both. I mean, they 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 just. I mean the the. The, the luthier ship, if that's something that you can say, I don't know if I've heard anyone say that. It's fantastic. We all we all know that. But I, I think it's I think it's both. I think it's really knowing how to how to put a beautiful guitar together, wood choices, and then put age on it. Of course, on certain guitars, you know, it really makes it really makes the difference. I'm just thankful you can't you can't always know that, but your odds are pretty darn good if you get some if you get good guitars like Santa Cruz. So you know, your odds are pretty good for it to sound great. Oh, that, that's I think, wonderful. I think it's really great that you're playing those out. You know, it, on so many forums, people are people are talking about, well, do you gig with your good guitars and something like that? And it's like, why wouldn't you? You know, I mean, it, it, yeah, it they're, they're part of you, but part of you. I mean, why would you take something that wasn't you? Well, I, I I don't I don't even think it's not even about about me. For, for one thing, I guess I guess in part it is, but really it's about whoever's listening. It's like I guess for me, I I, I want to bring the best sound that I can for someone if they're coming to a show or they're going to come and they're going to come and listen. And <clears throat> the bigger the you know the bigger the 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 theater, the even more important it can be it can become sometimes you know and. And, uh, but I have, you know, the argument is you take your really, you, you know, your best guitars on the road, something happens to them, you know what I mean? They're, they're destroyed or, or whatever. And that's true. It is, it's, it's certainly possible. It, it can, it can happen. <clears throat> it can, it can happen anyway. And I enjoy playing it. So I feel like maybe like a guitar, the, the guitars like I have, I enjoy playing them. And I I enjoy the sound, and so how I play will be affected by what I'm hearing as well, and what I can give an audience. I mean, that's that's vocally too. I mean, I do I play a lot of, you know, basically I I have to kind of drive the band because of the kind of music that I 
that I play, but you know, the guitar against you is one of the things I love about acoustic anyway. It's just the way it's already literally moving us when we play. But it will change the way that I that I sing. It'll change the it'll change the the way that things feel on on stage to everyone because it's a, it's one of my voices and and um, so yeah I, I I think it's important. Gosh, I think if anything really terrible ever happened to that to you know one of my guitars, Santa Cruz would 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 help me you know would help me find a, a, another guitar. It's like that. It's not like there's no guitars that you can find that. These are these are special because they have they have age on them. But yeah, I think it's about the people who come too. I, I want to give I want to give whoever's paying to come see us uh, us play and, and listen the best experience we can we can give them. And uh, um, and I, I think they appreciate that. So I'm I and I I spend the money on counting cases, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so if, even if only ten or twenty percent of your audience can hear the difference, that's an important ten to twenty percent. But I gotta and, you tell know, you, I yeah. think you can. I think a lot more people than that can because they'll. When I play that that guitar with that kind of processing, people go, even sound guys, yeah. even sound guys, they go, whoa. What do you, what is that? You know what I mean? And I'll tell them what the setup is. It's very simple, you know, it's, it's simple, but, and I, you know, like, like I was, I was, I think I was talking about this earlier, but um, maybe before we were off camera, but, um, you know, Lloyd Bags has made the, 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 all the electronics that I've used the whole time. I, I met him, you know, 20 years ago, something like that. Now I went to Nashville when I was a kid, like right out of high school, man, you know, and, and shortly thereafter, like I got a Dario string endorsement. Here's how I got a Dario string endorsement. I was at, I was at fanfare in Nashville. Right. And I was a nobody. I was a nobody really, you know, but I was right before I had to go on stage. I had a difficulty with one of my guitars because I don't know, I had about 30 minutes. So I said, I'm changing strings. And I just opened it and changed the strings right there. And this guy walks up and he goes, Hey, what you doing? I said, well, I'm just changing my strings. I said, it's just not, it's not, I don't know what's going on here. And he said, what kind of strings do you use? I said, the Dario, he goes, <laughs> you like those? I said, well, they're the best ones that I know how to buy. And he goes, well, how'd you like to have an endorsement? <laughs> this is the guy from Dario. And the same kind of thing happened with Lloyd. I don't know, I don't remember exactly how we ended up connecting, but he's just such a good guy. And I put one of his original strip pickups and that little OM they made me and I left it in there all the way up until they designed the anthem uh, because it would always sound good, not great. You know, I mean, when I say that, what I, what I mean is that compared to what like we can do now, it's, it's amazing. Uh, but that, that pickup from the start sounded good. And I could plug it in anywhere, no matter who the sound guys were and it would, it would work, you know, it would sound good. But now that we, uh, and he even let me beta test that, that voice print. It really is wonderful. So all I have in my, in, in the Tony Rice and well, and then the, the other, all I have in it is an Anthem pickup. And I run that out to a, to a voice print DI. That's it. Um, now it spend a good deal a good deal of time with the voice print, but because of the way that it replicates the guitar, I guess that's the right way to say it. I, I could be sure if it's a replication, that's but 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 basically, um, you know, it takes this, it takes and tries to emulate the honest sound of your guitar, not just whatever's coming through the pickup. 
and it's fantastic. And and so it sounds it sounds like a mic'd guitar. Often, often it does. There's things we have to do. I mean, we have to roll stuff off for overtones or you know that. But even that's built into what it is. But it allows me to play my my favorite two of my favorite guitars. And I play them all the time now through the same same processing. It's very very simple and it and and it works. But yeah, it, it, I guess it does move me. I mean, I the more the more I think about what you asked it, the fact that the, the fact of what I'm playing and how it feels to how it feels to play it and sounds to me affects my overall performance. If I if I'm bringing tone, and then I feel like I'm caring for my audience. That might sound weird to some people. But I feel like I'm doing the best I can, you know, the best I can. Hey, man, this is all. This is what we have. I bring the best musicians. Heck, yeah, we're going to sound as good as we can, and we're going to kick as much tail as we can, you know, playing. <laughs> so that's it. That's awesome. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard the argument about taking your good guitars and, and when you're out playing, and and you know, maybe something happening to them. And my attitude is kind of like, well, you know, you could be carrying a cheap guitar, you could be carrying a great guitar and get hit by a bus. Um, so, you know, I'd rather be carrying a great guitar. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, there are some situations where maybe, maybe, you know, the 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 guitar, the guitar that someone is choosing isn't as integral as 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 others or that the that the tone <clears throat> the tone and focus of an acoustic guitar is not quite the same so there's a i guess maybe there's an argument gosh don't take don't take that guitar for this job you know you guys do you guys remember billy walker jr by any chance sure. in my opinion he was the best student he was the best studio acoustic guitar player i've ever known and I, I recorded some i got to record some guitar things with him and <clears throat> And and he was just brilliant. I mean, he played on so many so many hits, and we were quite close. And I remember one day I was telling him about the guitars, and and I asked him, you know, what is his favorite? And he he actually said that to him, man, he just he just recognized them. He said, just remember, they're, they're tools. You just take the right tool to the job, you know, in the studio, whatever that is. And no matter if it was, you know, what what what, what was needed, that's that's the, that's the tool you took out. You know what I mean? And and I, that struck me. There's really a there's really some 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 truth in that you know so so i guess if you don't have to if you don't need that kind of kind of tone or to risk taking a really expensive guitar that you love okay but for me man it's it's the center of what i'm i'm doing when even when i have the band i mean there's a lot of time where it's just me you know playing playing or or, or it's really ex exposed and and uh so for me it's for me it's the right thing to do i don't I don't know what else to to do except to go. That's the best guitars I've got. I'm going to play them. <laughs> you know, that's that, 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 that's really refreshing because it is about the audience and it is about serving the song. You know, I, I mean, a studio player take the tool for the job. You know, mm -hmm. and he's serving the song, and you're is kind of serving you it, it it's integrated between you and that's a really um i love it <laughs> yeah. i think it's i i, I it, it's just part of you i mean it's all over your face when you're talking about yeah it. man i like to say it's breathing the same air you know it makes yeah, a difference yeah. that's why i like to i like to record you know i like to record that way uh as much as possible and and uh and when we play, yeah, all the voices, man, they 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 sing. And when a, when when you got when you have a certain voice, it 
it really does it really does uh, does make a difference for me. So yeah. how how'd you how, how'd you get started? I mean, what <laughs> what brought guitar into your life? Dude, I don't even remember asking for a guitar. <laughs> I was so young. I think I was like four. And yeah, they said that I they said that I I saw Glenn Campbell, and then I wanted a I wanted a guitar. I don't remember that. They told me they bought me some cheap guitar from the base. My my uh, my birth father was uh, in the navy, and uh, man, he I, I guess they got me this cheap guitar, and I drove them nuts with it because I would just play it and play it. So uh, and it never stopped. I mean, whether I could have lessons or not. I just wanted to play and that's something that affected what I what I did actually because when I didn't have when I didn't have any way to have lessons or whatever I had no idea what I was doing man I was like you know I was just I mean make stuff up play like you know things that, that you weren't supposed to do you know whatever heck I took a I took a uh, you know those pink foam curlers that women women have yeah. I I I I guess they. So I took one of those pink curlers and I would take it underneath my strings and push it all the way down to the saddle. You know what I mean? That's all the way down against it. So it would completely mute the guitar, and that way I could stay up late at night and I could play without getting caught. You know that that's 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 the way things started for me. I I didn't know what I was. Doing. That's a first. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I actually went and bought. I actually went and bought one of those curlers again to illustrate it sometimes because I tell that story. And everyone goes, "Really? It's actually a really cool sound." But hey, man, I didn't get. I didn't get caught when all I wanted to do was play guitar. And you know, I think that was the start of of making stuff up in the first place. And maybe a lot of the ways that I ended up expressing m myself, you know, in in the songs I was. I was writing because guitar is really integral to a lot of, of what I do. Yeah. So that that's well, the roots well, of your songwriting career, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. I, I don't remember, like I said, I was so young. I don't remember a time I wasn't playing guitar or and singing. <clears throat> and singing just was part of it. I mean, it just it just was always part of it. And uh so I never questioned it. And then I just kept making stuff up. I mean, I, that's that's basically what what happened and then it you know then i think just as, as i as i matured although i can't say i'm you know really mature now but i mean as <laughs> as i matured i i got into uh you know really uh listening to 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 what was said and and felt like i had some things to say and then wanted to say it as 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 well as i could and and so i just stretched out and started writing songs just a lot of them you know <clears throat> that's that's the way it came about Ran away Nashville. from home uh, and went to Nashville. <laughs> Nashville at 18, yeah. I can see a signature model curler. Um, uh, <laughs> you can see what? Signature model. Curler. curler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can see. There you go. Can, and I can see, I can see somebody, somebody, somebody sending us an email going, well, Heavy a pick does he use when he does that curler trick? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I always use a I always use a thumb pick. In fact, I use I don't know if you've ever tried them. I use a it's made by Fred Kelly. It's called a bumblebee, and it it has uh you know and what I what I like about it is that the the plastic piece that holds it on your thumb is quite thick, 
compared to what the plectrum part of it is. And so you can choose, you know, the, 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 the weight of your pick, the thickness of your pick, you know, whether it's medium or heavy, whatever you like, without affecting the fact that it holds on to your thumb well. Because for me, I, I switch back and forth a lot between, between using the pick as a pick and, and using it as a, as a thumb pick. And um, when I found those, I, I was just really pleased. And so that's, that's what I use all the time. Do you have to, um, I, I use them too. Do you have to, uh, I have to crazy glue mine in place because mm -hmm. the pick some kind of sometimes rotates, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I, I, I use I, those, those heavy ones and, and I got to crazy glue them in there because otherwise I'm spinning around. Yeah. But that crazy glue melts the plastic. Like it almost <laughs> melts the plastic a little bit. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. I've done, I've done both with them. I, I actually called and I called them and I said, Hey, can you pick me out a few of those that are really stiff? Like I like I know they I, it's good that they move. I just don't want them to be like you know kind of clunking around, you know. And so they did. And I and the more I've used it, the more I've kind of just a little bit adjusted, you know, adjusted it. Yeah. Because the part that's nice is that you can you can change how long the pick is, not just the angle of it. And yeah, yeah. So it's effective to do what you what you what you did. But some, then sometimes it's, it is nice not to have it that way. If it's tight enough on your thumb, it holds the pick more in more in place but I'm, I'm constantly switching back and forth so it is actually kind of kind of uh, a, a good feature of the pick that it's uh, adaptable so I, I i like it i i think it's amazing that the uh the true revolution in accessories you know I, I, i'm i'm ted and i are both of the of the way back years but um, you know, a, a capo, a capo at that time was uh, hard rubber with a strip around it, and you wrapped it around, you know. And and picks were like fender medians, you know, and that was it, you know. And and all these refined, which there was uh, nothing wrong with, <laughs> which no, no. absolutely, not, 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 yeah. not, nothing wrong with yeah. it at all. But you know, our, our pickups were um, via the uh, arm and two tenths. You know that that's that's what was available for maybe maybe Barkus berries if you could figure out how to keep them glued in the guitar, <laughs> you know. But it, just the the amount of changes in those little areas has really been great. I mean, I see a G seventh capo back on the back on the counter there, and you know, and now yeah. we're in, we're in this revolutionary stuff with 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 strings and the way strings are coming out, you know. Um, some people are making some really good, um, good stuff, uh, in, mm -hmm. in, in that area. Um, tell us about a current project. All right. Uh, well, you know, the, uh, probably just to, just to catch up, one of the things that I should, you know, tell you a little bit about the journey that's, that's different for me. When I went to Nashville, and the truth is, I, I really, I, I went to Nashville because I, I got offered a job there, you know, and I was just trying to follow where I could make a living doing what I loved. That's it. That's it. I, I never said I want to be, you know, a, a, a famous songwriter. I never said I wanted to be a superstar. I, I, I didn't know what, I didn't know what I could do, you know. And by the time I went to Nashville, I had stretched out and played a lot of different instruments, you know, and just, uh, I was really into five string banjo for a good bit. And, and I always played guitars, you know, learned, learned the, the basics of keys and some, you know, a bunch of stuff. And 
And uh, so, so when I went to Nashville, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was, what I, what I was about. And, and uh, I just kind of followed what happened. I got offered a, I mean, I, I, I uh, somebody heard a song that I wrote and I kept, I was writing and sharing them. And ultimately people kept going, man, that's really good, man. That's really good. I got invited to a, to a showcase and then I got signed, got signed to wow. a and George Jones was the first, uh, was the first cut I ever got. And then it turned into really a lot of, you know, who the people that were, were, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say heroes, but people that I was impressed by, you know, I mean, everybody from Kenny Rogers and, 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 and uh, George Strait and, and just, I mean, it's a, a bunch, you know, and uh, then I got offered a record deal and I got to make a record called the coast of Colorado. Um, and this came out in 1988 and, and uh, they had some success on that record. And then they didn't want me to cut the songs that I was writing that I wanted to cut. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. And so I ended up pitching the songs that I wanted to cut to other artists and having hits with them. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, and I was like, wow. I mean, literally, there's a song called Love Me that I wrote for Colin Ray. And I was told it was a piece of, you know what? I mean, it was just, that it was terrible. And if I could write a song that would get played on the radio, then maybe we could, ha I could have a hit as a recording artist. And I mean, you know, that song was then ultimately nominated for, I think CMA and ACM song of the year. It's been played millions and millions of times on the radio, you know? And <clears throat> so anyway, that then I, I found myself really along the writing path is what I was kind of, what the, the the whatever the, the pigeonhole I was and as far as that go and I wasn't able to express as an artist and I did write a lot of hits and then it got to a place where I couldn't make the kind of living that I wanted to make writing writing this writing things I believed in I was you know it's like this is what I was expected to do by a publishing company and if I didn't do that then you know there wasn't money in it etc and and um in the meantime, I had fallen in love with horses. I was coming out to Wyoming a good bit, and I and I, I loved horses. I was spending more and more time on them, and I realized uh, one day, I just remember, I, I realized, I was like, I have a relationship with this horse. This amazing, actually. I'm, he's not, I didn't just hop up on here, and I've got no relationship with this horse, and there's stuff going on with him that's interesting, and it caused me to, caused me to dig in, and this is really related to music <clears throat> because ultimately I sold everything in Nashville and I went on the road to study horsemanship. It was a spiritual, it was a spiritual journey for me in that I was like, I am learning so much working with horses because they experience the world completely different than I do. And yet mm. there's a relationship that, that, that I have this, with them in order to have a relationship, a horse-human relationship. It was just fascinating to me. And the more I worked with the horse, the more I, I realized, gosh, if I did this better, not only in this relationship with this horse, but in this relationship in the rest of my life, I would, I think I would have a more fulfilling life. I would have better relationships. Stay with me because it really, it really is connected to music. 
But when I did that, you know, I wasn't trying to get uh, social media. This is right around the time when everyone's looking at social media. It was like, you know, middle 2000s. I think I started traveling to work with horsemanship in 2012 or something. Sold sold everything in 2014, except instruments and some art I had and put it in a storage unit. And that was that was it. You know, I met my wife in Texas. And then ultimately, long story, not so short, we ended up in Wyoming <clears throat> and and uh, she's a videographer and a photographer. She's very, very good. And um, she got asked to shoot a television show up on Togedy Pass for a for a, a guy who owns a ranch there, a really talented horseman who has a, a television show on RFD. Um, and it, that left me at a property where we're still living, where I was hired to caretake. I'm supposed to live here for three months. I've been here for five years. <laughs> right uh, and and but i had time while she was away and that old classical guitar that's sitting over there it's a yamaha g i don't know it's their, their lowest model i think i bought it for 90 bucks i, I bought it for 90 dollars off of somebody who needed and i've written a zillion hits on it it's been used for everything but a boat pet i swear you know uh, <laughs> but it is it's 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 lovely and I, I i pulled it out and i just i started messing and i realized that there were some things that, that i just been processing and i i began to to just express them in different ways and just see what was there and i played my wife a few of those a few of those songs and uh she said honey i think the journeys need to come together so I ended up writing a whole album that ended up being called wyoming and i hadn't done anything since I had done anything for years. Um, and, and, uh, boy, I reached out to some people and said, am I crazy? Am I crazy to even think that this is something that, that, that I can offer? And the, the more people who heard it, the more I was encouraged, they were like, you got to make this. I know it's, there's nothing like it right now, but you got to make it. And I got to work with the, the greatest musicians there are. And, you know, co-produced with Kyle Lenning. And we got to make a record that was, I felt was really interesting and had some some things to say. And and we got to stretch out musically. And, um, well, that COVID, just like you said, COVID, <laughs> when I got, well, COVID, COVID hit us hard. I couldn't make, I couldn't get, get the album heard, really. And so it's only just now kind of being discovered. And all of a sudden we're doing a, you know, a syndicated concert uh, special for PBS and we're, we're, you know, we're starting to starting to tour. And, and, uh, and so that just, that just led all the way up to the fact that we now have a second record that's going to come out uh, here in a, a few months. And the first singles are already coming from that. And uh, so it's an exciting, it's an exciting time. And, and one in which really uh, it's it's lovely to have the chance for people to discover it because you know I'm not I'm not in a spare I don't have a million dollar budget to go to to get played on the radio, uh, but I I feel like we're 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 putting out some quality some quality music and people are responding to it uh, especially when we play live you know people might never have heard what I what I do and I'll I'll play some of the hits I play some of the new music and. And they, they they freak out and they they love it. It's like it it brings smiles to me just talking about it, you know. So I hope we're on the right I hope we're on the right path. Uh, but but that's that's what's going on. So we have a couple of new songs that are, are just the new song is called Road Dog. That'll be out on September eighth. Super fun, and I got to have a zillion people come pick on it, which was really fun. I mean, I have 
I don't know if you if you're familiar with some of the other bluegrass players that that we we uh, start it starts out bluegrass and turns totally into like a Nashville country fest at the end. I mean, it's just really fun. But it was it was Ashby Frank and and Janae Fleener and Josh Matheny and and gosh, I'm gonna leave people out. Uh, uh, anyways, so so many great players, and then Brent Mason and and uh you know larry paxton and eddie bears and steve nathan and so it's yeah it starts off with bluegrass but it's got b3 organ in it too so that you know i'm just saying <laughs> 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 i mean bill monroe would go what the hell is that you know <laughs> but uh, well it's, i've been listening to wyoming a fair bit for the past uh, I don't know, week and a half or something as we've been getting uh, set up to to talk to you there's some great songs on that album Thanks, um, one that kind of stood out for me as being very different from all the rest was Whiskey Basin. Yeah. Um, that that's got a kind of a really neat hook or something to it. It just it caught my ear. Um, Surprised it's that far down the list on the album. <laughs> you know, I had a hard time with, and I had a hard time like making it. In fact, on the new project too. Anymore. You know, not so many people necessarily cut albums and they're saying it doesn't matter what order you put it in. You know, people aren't going to listen to the CD top to bottom anyway. And I think, well, maybe they are, but I did my best. I put out it was it was hard for me to figure out which song should go where, you know, it's because it's 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 too true. I don't think people approach albums as complete statements anymore. It's just it's a yeah. bunch of individual things that we're going to throw together and sell as this package. But mm-hmm. uh, the old days when an album was something that you you listened to in a specific order because that's what the artist wanted you to hear. Um, well, it's still it's. I think that's still there. I mean, I still think about it. I still put that order that order together with you know with Kyle too talking to me about it and. It, and because it's really, I hope it took you on a on a journey. That I mean, musically, it's very diverse. Uh, uh, and the same yeah. thing, the same thing on this new project. And you know, tackled some tackled some some subject matter and some uh, you know some situations that aren't typical. I mean, on the Wyoming record, I I literally have a petroglyph singing a song. At, you know a stone carving is singing a song you know that's like i said to my to my wife as a joke i said yeah so a, a petroglyphs that's country that's really country <laughs> you know? but i got to that's I, so I, country I, it's geology yeah, it's, it's, you know but i mean it was cool we got to do something in the studio that's musically different than anything like that that break in the middle that i called a, a dream sequence man <clears throat> when we recorded that the, the what I call the dream sequence. I was in the studio and I tried to explain. I said, okay, you guys know the story. And this is right in the space where this, this rock is telling you about this, the artist's journey that drew him, right? But it's pretty intense, you know? And, and I said, here's what I want you guys to do. I said, I want you to imagine that that moment is something we're orchestrating and that you're going to play that. And I want you to just bring everything you got. Bring the most loving energy you can bring. Bring what scares you the most. Bring fire, bring water, bring, you know, uh, uh, bring air and and just play. Just play what you feel for that section. And as as you can hear, I just had him ask him to, to leave the baseline in place. The only thing that's the same there is the baseline is just in time. And turned everybody loose, and they weren't listening to each other. They didn't listen to, to each other. They just played. Wow. Each one of them. 
And you think that we would grab a, and, and sample out something and kind of build a tapestry, and that's not what we did. It was so cool the way that it felt that all we did was mute or turn down the stuff that would illustrate what sound needed to come forth from that. We changed nothing about the order or anything. And then I just went back and, and played a little bit of uh, cedar flute and, and, and put some vocal things in it. And that's how it, how it came out, you know, and I wouldn't get to do, I wouldn't get to do that if I hadn't to get back to the, to the journey part to, to be able to go, well, wait a second. I feel like I have something something to offer that's different. If I'm trying to write only as I'm told to write, I wouldn't have brought, I wouldn't be able to bring that. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't be able to say, I mean, that song's as much about nuclear war as it is about the loss of indigenous people. I mean, you know, it, it really, it has that in there when it, when it, you know, you, you get to the end and you realize what he's saying when your belly's big and your heart is small, you know, uh, so, so I, I appreciate being able to express as, you know, as an artist, as a lyricist that way, but also be able to bring the music that is supportive to what I have to say in an art, in an artistic way that serves the listener, <clears throat> you know, not I'm talking about not being self-involved, but that's where I get back to where I'm talking about horses on that journey with a horse. I spent so much time endeavoring to experience to imagine how the horse experienced the world you know can only see on one side of its body with each eye right it, it feels differently on both on both sides and i have to remember that and it feels pressure different it maybe it's hearing sounds i don't hear it's all of these different things and i began to apply that to my awareness of relationships and i really apply it to my awareness of a listener what am i what what am I? What am I doing here? What am I? Am, what am I offering you as a listener? I hope that there's some surprising things. I hope that if you go and listen to something that I wrote or played, I hope you'll find that there was depth. There was time taken to make that, to to craft that, to to uh, you know compose that to the best of of my ability. It wasn't just tossed. It wasn't just tossed off. Gosh, I hope this works. You know, it was. I have, I really feel like I have something to say. And if I get to the end of it, which now I, I don't even finish things that aren't going to hold up I, as far as I, I just, I just don't, you know? Um, uh, and yeah, so, so that's, that's, that's the aspirations to write something that maybe write and sing it in a way that other people wouldn't and, and uh, you know, bring something to the table that, that could, could be meaningful and, and and different and, and unique and allow allows me to be an artist and allows me to to hopefully listeners who enjoy that go that's cool <laughs> that's what I, that's what we all I, that's what we all want you know i gotta tell you you put chills down my spine when i first heard that that tune um the, the one that you were just describing and i'm i'm, I'm bad with the name on it because I, I didn't Petulip? write it down but was it um, yeah and when, when you're talking about that center spot where you just your dream sequence per se mm -hmm. um i'm reading mike bloomfield's uh a book on bloomy uh called guitar king right now and he's describing exactly your words almost match what he described when they recorded east west mm. and he said i just i was looking for something and i just brought it in and Harvey Brooks just kept the baseline going and we all just went and did what we wanted to do. Hmm. And what a beautiful, uh, uh, 
bluegrass is 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 exploding right now with new mm. ideas mm. it's so great it is so great this traditional form of hill music is just blowing up mm. and people are responding i mean obviously you're seeing it you yeah know, and, you know we have i mean we have i have bluegrass influences you know because of when i was i was growing up certainly we're not Certainly, I'm not a bluegrass artist. I could never, I could never say that. And and you know, with the, the finger style stuff that I do, and as as much you know, electric influence as I as I as I have. And but I have to agree with you that when I get around, like some of the best musicians I have ever been around are bluegrass players. You know, they will they will call themselves bluegrass players, and they really will. You know, and and you go, wow, man, like Seth Taylor uh, came and played. I was trying to think of who I left out. I feel terrible if I, I when I leave people out of the list of people who came and played, um, because it, uh, it 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 matters. In fact, I just I'm I'm always honored when I have people come and play. You know, for instance, on the Wyoming record, uh, Brian uh, Sutton came to came to to play, and and as you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what kind of music to classify Petroglyph as. It's just it's a it's a groove. You know, I mean, it's an electric groove, too. It's, and and I played a baritone, I played this baritone part. In fact, I used a, I, I used a, a a partial capo, and then played part of what I was playing above the capo, on a baritone. It worked out. It was really, really pretty, pretty cool. Um, but uh, but uh, you know, the, all I guess all all the musical influences that I have come to come to fruition i mean i was i was a james taylor freak and a merle haggard freak you know plus i studied you know Terega and <laughs> i said you know every I, I just tried to take everything in that i could so i never said i'm country i never said because there's definitely like on road dog the new song coming out i mean it's literally really a bluegrass thing right when it starts and it's fun it's so fun and then it's so, sort of the, it, it morphs until where the bluegrass is you know kind of kind of eaten up by by uh, uh, Brent Mason on his telly and and then Janae Fleener's playing her fiddle a little bit differently man we had a lot of a lot of fun and and the, the dynamic does that all the way till the new album actually there's an orchestral solo in it it's a, a full orchestra I know you you guys couldn't hear the new the new album coming but you know and then we had a song called Knots Knots is is, uh, is the, the album this the song that's out right now it's uh you know it touches on on the subject of uh of uh, mental health and and um is is quite it's very country in its its approach but, but i thought that the the music simplified that way uh, um supported you know supported the the lyric and then there's some other stuff that's just again crazy crazy fun and and uh I don't know, mates. I just feel like when I'm working towards it, all I'm really doing is going, what's the, what is the best I can offer? What's the best, what's the best I can offer? And I'm not thinking about how can I be the biggest on the country chart? Cause I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I don't see some, I, I don't know if somebody wants to come along and do that. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. I will. But, but where I am right now, I'm like the people who are willing to listen, I want to give them the best, the best that I can. And if they're looking for something that's 
that's different and has that kind of heart and and spirit and intellect about it um then here you then here i am you know here i am Tad, I, I got nothing else. This is yeah. No, I, I, I just I just sure. wanted to ask. Listening to all this is so wonderful. But but, what is a perfect day for you now, Skip? I mean, you're you're in Wyoming. You've got the horses. You're pursuing the music. Um, it sounds great. I mean, if if you were to wake up tomorrow, how would mm -hmm. a perfect day be for you? How, balancing uh these different influences on in your life that sound like they're really powerful oh man i i i don't look for perfect <laughs> i don't look for perfect because i'm probably wrong <laughs> if i say it's perfect i'm probably wrong uh, I, but I, I I do look for for excellent and and i i even don't try to look ahead at that i don't know the perfect day the perfect, it might be a great day because something happened awesome for my wife too. I mean, you know, it's not, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, the, the things, the thing that's, you know, it changed our whole life for me to decide to get back into music. And I told, I, I told Linda and, and believe me, she is just the most amazing spirit I've ever had the privilege of, 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 um, spending time with. And, the fact that, that our, our marriage ended up like it is and she's willing to, to live like where we are. She loves it. You know, when we live in a really small, you can tell this is like the majority of our house right here. I mean, you're literally looking at it. We have a very small house as one, one room, one, you know, smaller kitchen and a bedroom. That's it. But we look out at the most beautiful place in the world. That in itself is, is excellent. Um, I guess right now my my whole my energies for for being successful, if you will, is it's got to be sustainable. You know what I mean. So at this point in 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 my in my career, it's almost like being a new artist. I call my band Horsepower Three Hundred Seven, and I invite the very best players I can. Sometimes I'm lucky enough to have Janae Fleener, uh, uh, Josh Matheny, um, Barry Bales, and and. Uh, uh, Eric Darkin play with me. We just did for LR Bags. That's the band. I mean, come on. Wow. I, mean, that's, <laughs> I can't ask for a better band than that. And we really love it. And so what I wanted, what I hope to do is, is to be, is to be given the chance to share what I have to share. What it's the discovery of it right now, which, which bless you for giving me a chance to talk on your on your in, in, incredible podcast and you know for santa cruz something because then people find out and they go well maybe i'll go and i'll go and i'll go and listen and see what that's see what that's about and uh, and then and then they'll like it the more we get to play shows the more people are going whoa we didn't know that we knew some songs that you, you you know we knew some songs a bunch of hits that you wrote but not not this and we want more of this so that's where i go i just hope that happens enough that we can keep doing it because i'd like to tour a bunch in 24 you know what i mean i know we're yeah, going to do yeah. we're going to do a christmas tour coming up and uh, uh this year we haven't announced the dates but we certainly are and then and in 24 i really would like to do uh, you know more 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 touring whether that's whether that's with someone else or whether we're doing some you know dates theater dates or or whatever have you that makes me happy but it's it's a lot of work right now for me it's constant it's constant work and god bless my wife for for kind of putting up with the struggle because it's a, it's a struggle 
you know, to do to do what we do right now. Um, it's not like it's it's not it's not predictable. Um, so I love that I I love that I can. I, I love yeah. that I can. I mean, really, you know. So so that's where that's where I am. I'm not sure I addressed your question very well, but oh, you <laughs> you you the energy around it. You absolutely hit it. There's a a, a great Ray Wiley quote uh, is uh, days that I keep my gratitude higher than my expectations. I have a really great day. That's right, man. I see you having I see you having some pretty great days. <laughs> pretty well, great days. you know, and, and there's things I there's things I do regularly in my life too that 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 bring me that that bring me joy and are you know are 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 good. Just just that aren't aren't music too. Um, I don't have as much time for horses now at all. <laughs> I don't. First of all, our season in Wyoming to be able to work when it's not freezing is pretty pretty short, and it's the summertime when we're when we're we're touring. Uh, but the fact the fact that I get to 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 live where I feel like my roots are nourished when I'm when I'm here, it's it, it's it, it nourishes me. This kind of country, this kind of air, this kind of quiet. We, we, we did a show and we did a show, I think it was, I want to say it was in Myrtle Beach, <clears throat> South Carolina, something like that. And they, the, the, the hotel we had had one of those little balconies you can sit on, nothing fancy, but you could step out the, the door and, and it was by the waterway and <clears throat> Linda was sitting out there and she just suddenly looked at me and she goes, oh my gosh, honey, I never would have said this before. I said, what? She goes, do you hear that? And I said, I said, yeah. She goes, I know, right? And it was the sound of the traffic that we couldn't see. It was the sound of the traffic we couldn't see and and other stuff and people and all the stuff and planes and all, you know, and out here, we don't have that. And it's 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 incredible. It's an incredible thing. So it's a it's a good place for, for me out here and, and and artistically, artistically too. Yeah. Yeah, silence is um I live in a fairly quiet place and silence is uh it's golden it, mm -hmm. it 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 lets your it lets your mind work it it um it, you take out all that extraneous coming from uh, it, living in Burbank and laying in bed at night mm -hmm. talking to my yeah. wife going we're six blocks from the 134 freeway and it's two o'clock in the morning and we can hear it yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that and well, there's and, not so and, many places uh, like that left. But you know that do you no. I mean, have you are are you close enough to like go to, you know, like restaurants and stuff where you are? Oh like, yeah, you you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean that, that's why I tell people now, wait a second, it's not completely like heaven if that's what you want. If you want fast food, there's none. If, if you want delivery, there's what? none. Not even the not even the postal service delivers here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can't walk down the street and order Vietnamese food? <laughs> no, not a chance. Not, not a chance. And on Wednesdays, you can't even order pancakes. So I'm just saying that's the day that the cafe is closed, okay? <laughs> well, I, it, it is nice. We do live in an area where there, uh, there's a lot of cultural diversity in restaurants and, and everything else. But it's, it, it struck home because just last night we were sitting out on the patio. We had my mom over for dinner and we were just sitting there and listening, you know, to the bugs getting zapped by the bug zapper and, and the dogs running around. I just said, you know, this would be absolutely perfect if I couldn't hear that damn freeway <laughs> constantly. 
Well, and it's like being in a perfume shop. At some point, you just your brain isn't telling you it's there, but it's still there and it has an effect, you know. So it's it is nice to be. It is really nice to be to be uh, in 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 the quiet and in what I in a place that I think is beautiful. But it, it comes with its uh, you know it comes yeah. with its sacrifices. So, but yeah, but you have it. your good guitars there. So that's right. So that's right, man. That is right. We want to we want to say thanks to Caitlin uh, Blackford for helping us arrange this and put it together. And uh, she uh, she certainly dealt with a lot of false starts and um, and uh, situations happening. But uh, Skip, what a wonderful talk! Thank you. Oh, I, I'm serious. Th 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 it's so great to be real. <laughs> that's the only way to be isn't it isn't it that's the only way to be i i even say i don't know i i mean I, i've done stage acting and i you know i can i i i can act but that's why i i, I don't i'm not any i swear i'm not really any different on stage than i am off stage i just want to bring what's you know and i think a lot of a lot a lot of people are like that but i know i guess a lot of the a lot of the ways that I move like for, for instance James Taylor. I'll tell you why I think James Taylor uh, uh, has moved me in so many ways. I don't think he has. I don't think he filters a lot out because he's worried about anything. He doesn't. It's almost as though like someone like is there's and there's more of them than that. It's it it, it he doesn't he, he doesn't filter something. It's just it just comes. It's just there. It's not impeded by a, a necessarily a thought process and. And I feel like what he has to say that way and his guitar playing is that way. And so in a way, I, I guess I, I try to do the same thing. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to, to, to be so, I don't want to, if, if I, if, if I believe in my, in my heart and my spirit, what I have to say and the way I want to say it and the reasons I want to say it, the well of, of man, here's why, here's, here's what, here's what I'd like to offer to you guys to make that connection that that can only that can only just be as, uh, as as clear as it can. It just doesn't have anything else in the way. It's just here you go, here you go. And if you love it, great. And if you don't, I'm going to try not to be hurt by it. But this is what I got. And if I can give it, that's what I'm going to give. Because what else you got? What else do you have? You know. That's, um, <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Really? Mailman, mailman, or All squirrel. Right, cool. Hey, sure pups are, pups are uh, allowed in our world, man. I got and this. Uh, this is what I say. We have four leggers everywhere in our life. I mean, at our house, honestly, dog. You saw a shotgun a minute ago. He's, you know, he's he's about he's somewhere between ninety and hundred pounds. He's big, long, and has a lot of hair. You know what I mean? So, I mean, in our house, with as small as this is, dog hair is a, a fashion statement and a condiment. I mean, it's just <laughs> everywhere, right? <laughs> And and so it's one of the reasons for for writing uh, for writing Road Dog because it's just so true. If you have a dog, if you have a dog and it spends and it's part of your family, you'll understand Road Dog and it's 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 fun. So I don't even know if we she if Caitlin let you hear it, but it's coming out no, we on the eighth. But yeah, so we haven't we have we haven't heard it yet, but we're uh, real we'll look forward to it. To, uh, okay, yeah. we'll get this we'll get this posted tomorrow yeah. for you, and uh, hope you share it around with yours. And we can't thank you enough for the time you spent here today. That it it, it it's really 
really fantastic. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, it, I, I'm glad that I was. I'm really looking forward to when you're going to be playing out here in the San Francisco Bay Area somewhere, because uh, it would be great to to hear your music and even possibly meet you in person. That would just be yeah, fantastic. absolutely. Oh my gosh, I, I I love that. I say that all the time at, at shows and 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 everything. I love that. I. I, I just, you know, I, I, I mean, I love the people I've met. I, I want to see them again. You know what I mean? Like, come on, I try to come out after every show or have people backstage or whatever, you know, whatever. Uh, so I, I love that. It's part of the, it's part of the connection we, we want to make, man. You know, so fantastic. So hopefully we'll be out there. And thank you for, for inviting me. Thanks to Santa Cruz and Josh for the, for the support. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's much, much appreciated, really. Have a have a fantastic day. I can't imagine that you're not going to, but uh, <laughs> have, have a have a today great is day. Tai Chi practice outside. I'm serious, man. It's that beautiful. I'm doing my Tai Chi practice outside as long as the wind doesn't knock you down. It's gorgeous. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, um, be well and uh, great to hear this stuff, and we we'll look forward to seeing you out here. Good, good. All right, thanks, gentlemen. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music-related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com. If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, Please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar. <laughs>